0: Wizard Harry. Welcome to the Harry Potter book club for the Half-Blood Prince with... Jaya Shrestha,
1: Michael DeMauro,
0: and I'm Sarah Tompkins. This week, we discuss Chapter 26, The Cave. We go deeper into the cave, spelunking, and the Quizich Cup continues. to
1: go again. Uh, places for 400 <laughs> This is,
0: is When? Not the NBC show. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> Thanks. Okay, what is the name of the other Diagon Alley robe shop besides Madame Malkin's?
1: Do-ding-ding-ding. Ding, ding. Michael.
0: Oh. Twelfth and...
1: Uh... Birds.
0: What are, what words are you saying? <laughs> what was your intent?
1: Um, now i twelve fits and tatty. You <laughs> 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 so you don't have to. Okay. <laughs> Would you
0: like a guess? Twelve fits and tartans? Tattings. Oh goddamn it! So close. you were so close. I was gonna. ask, like. I was like. Not doing it. It's, it's the I Malfoy's know. preferred apparently.
1: No, but why weren't
0: they shopping there then?
1: Well, they were, but then, but then yeah. they were like, "We'll do better because it's filthier." I
0: thought that's what I thought that was unknown as murder. It wasn't. Then there was,
1: and then, there was, and then they and went to the time. other place. But, pla- but if the
0: other place was their preferred. Why would they not have gone there first? I don't, I don't
1: well, now it's their preferred.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> Harry, Ron, and Hermione were in the other one. So. Seems why? pretty have contrived. Yeah, have you ever? Read Do you know how big my boots are? Do you know how small your face okay, is? Okay, whoa. That okay. phrase almost took a turn. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Where's she?" <laughs> oh, and we're good. <laughs> All right,
2: y'all yeah, go again.
0: How oh, big my boots. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, move, yeah. Move, move, move. Uh, you know what? Yeah, people move, for, you yeah, know, no. People, move, for yeah, people for 400. People for 400. All right. Yeah, that works. Okay. Yeah. Or place. Wait, I didn't. No, no, he's wait, good. What? He did her. Yeah, yeah, he did her. Right, he did right. Right. Yeah. He's I'm, doing, I'm doing places. He's good. Yeah, know, I'm going to do places for 400. Fuck okay. uh, it. No, you no, no. just People. Wait. <laughs> <People.
2: laughs>
0: <laughs> you just i I did whatever that one is. <laughs> <laughs> right up there. She's doing people for 400. God dang yeah. it. I can't even keep this question
2: straight. Megan, she's doing people for 400.
0: 400? Hours. This so. is a
2: children's show. <laughs> it is. A yes, movie. all these children. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the children book series and children's show. That's true. We all know
2: where we it.
0: make a magic. lot of A children's <laughs> show that says, Kill me. <laughs> okay. 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 Who is it? It's Pete. It's yeah. somebody, me and somebody else. Oh, yeah, else. yeah. yeah. Okay. It's him. What is the name of the ministry wizard who goes to visit the gaunts? <laughs> Bob Ogden. Yes. Oh. That one ain't you. <laughs> Cause I knew. Because i Bob Ogden. For some he's reason so I imagine it's Bob Odenkirk, like from like <laughs> yeah, Better Call Saul, that. And like I don't know why. So he's in my head. It's fine. I, nice I shut shut. <laughs> <How's it> <laughs> Twenty-six. The cave. The cave. The cave. The cave. I, feel like should, I wonder ooh, if like cave. Mitch can make that echo. Like ooh.
1: You, yeah, it didn't do the intro part though. What
0: do you yeah, mean? She did. You did. Yeah, she already did you that.
1: Did. This week we yeah, do the and thing. Then and then I said
0: spelunking. Everything? And then you made fun of me for saying spelunking.
1: You didn't do it.
0: Yes, you did. <laughs> she did.
1: Roll it back. Roll back the tape. This week
0: <laughs> we discuss chapter twenty-six. The cave. We go deeper into the cave, spelunking? And the quizich Cup continues. (laughs) I hate you so much. I was like, what did I forget to do? I don't really know. I feel like I did everything.
1: Look, I was paying attention. You
0: made fun of me for saying spelunking. Were you there for this? Yes. I'm dumb. I mean, okay. (laughs) Okay, so... Harry and Dumbledore appear at a giant old sea cliff, guys. They're just taking in the sights. It's stark and beautiful and spooky, the way I like it. Apparently- It's Halloween! What's that? I said it's Halloween. It's, it's not, Halloween. It's, actually, I think it'll be New Year's. It's, Happy New Year's, everyone! It will be 2020 when
2: this comes out. Oh Happy my god, New we Year. have to sing
0: "Old Lang Syne, just like Jimmy Stewart does. This- Actually,
2: this- <laughs> This episode literally
0: comes out on January first. So, oh wait, no. I this guess comes out January. Happy new year. 8th. You sure? Yes. Yeah, well, so
1: that's uh, crazy. Whatever.
0: It's not that far from the new year. Okay. <clears throat> so anyway, so apparently, Tom Riddle used to go to this spooky, beautiful location as a child with his orphanage. And Harry's like, "This is a weird place to take kids from an orphanage." And Dumbledore clarifies that there's actually a town nearby, and that the. Riddle actually brought his unfortunate um, uh, guinea pigs, I guess, uh, his the <sighs> horrible people he tormented, to this cliff. Yes. Yeah. So it's very wet. It's very cold, and it's incredibly hard to get down the rocks where most muggles couldn't actually. You'd have to be a very good climber, and you'd have to use rope to get down the side of these mountains or these like sea cliffs, right? And so they use magic, and they get down there. When they're down there, still wet and cold. And Dumbledore says, like, hey, we actually have to go somewhere else. Do you mind getting getting in the water, taking a swim? And Harry says, no, I guess not. And so they jump in the water. Dumbledore does a perfect breaststroke. And they get to this point where this there's this sort of magical arch. Harry can't see it, but Dumbledore can detect that it's there. And Harry, you know, kind of makes a note about how it's weird that some wizards can just seem to sense where magic is. And Dumbledore is one of them. So anyway... Once they're there, the Dumbledore is looking at it and he says, you know what? I think that we have to open this up a very crude way. And so they swear yeah. at the arch and they say a lot of cuss words. No, I'm just kidding. Apparently, when he says crude, you have to use crude magic, which is blood magic. Uh, Which to me seems like the coolest, spookiest magic. If you're going to be really hardcore about it, right? Like, of course, Dumbledore's metal. Uh-huh. Why wouldn't you? Although, if I were Dumbledore or Dumbledore, if I were Voldemort rather, I would try and make it like it have to be my blood open it, not just anybody, right? Because if mm. you wanted a follower, follower to open it up, if you couldn't get there, just be like, here's a tiny little bit of my blood. Don't do anything That's bad true. with it, or I'll kill you anyway. Um.
2: So Harry but how says, much blood is needed.
0: Too though, like it, not a lot.
2: Cause, yeah, because if yeah, I, it doesn't seem like a lot. If I really want to get somewhere, and I just have to like prick a finger. That's
0: yeah, fine. no, literally. So, so anyway, so Dumbledore um, is about to, you know, he brings out his crispy hand, and he's about to cut it. And Harry, <gasps> Harry says, "No, no, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'm young. I'm so young and so full of life." And Dumbledore says, "No, you know, I really need you to be in one piece for the rest of this because it's going to be a pretty tough journey, I think. And your blood is worth more than my blood." So he cuts his crispy hand, he splatters the rock with some of his blood, and the archway opens. Oh. Mm-hmm. And inside spooky. is a spooky cave. So they go inside the of this cave. Harry is so cold and shivering, and Dumbledore uh, apparently realizes he could have made Harry warm again, so he does a spell, and Harry's clothes are nice and toasty, and he feels like he just got out of the shower or something like that. He's great. Dumbledore looks around to this place where there's sort of, it's a big open cave. There's a lake sort of thing happening in it. And he goes, this is definitely where the Horcrux is. This screams Horcrux. Um, Although my notes, which I took on my phone, say hot tux. This is definitely where the (laughs) hot tux is, guys. Get ready to be sexy. Um, so Harry says, you know, like, can we just use a summoning charm to get the Horcrux since it's definitely somewhere in this room? Um, so Harry says, can we, can we try a summoning charm? And he thinks to himself, oh, that's so stupid. But Dumbledore tells him that's actually a pretty good idea and that he he should try it. So Harry tries it. When he asios that Horcrux, nothing comes to him, but there's a splash in the water. Do not want. It's pale. Maybe it's a very big, uh, trout. It's pale. Something is in there. It could be. Maybe it's an Asian carp. Okay, yeah, carp. Maybe it's an Asian carp. Um, And Dumbledore says, you know, he tells Dumbledore that there's something in the water. And Dumbledore says, yeah, I think there are many somethings in the water, which is not something you want to hear from someone when you probably have to go across that water because there's not much else going on in the cave. Many somethings. <laughs> I mean, in so many words, says that. uh So Harry asks if the Horcrux is at the bottom of the lake. Then you know, put a put a pin in this one because it's a question I have for later. But wouldn't that have been a better place to store a Horcrux? Is what my my uh, thing now says a horcrux? Uh, a horcrux? I think it would have been a Horcrux. It's, it's, like literally a, H-O-R, it's like a H O R. It says c-r-u But it's not even Z it's like a cruise like a. C C R U I S E is what it says. Anyway. Yeah, it's like Tom Cruise, but a whore yes. one.
1: But a whore. Oh,
0: I think they're the same thing. Oh. Uh, anyway. ooh. Okay.
1: Wow. Shade thrown at Tom Cruise. So Harry asks
0: if, it, Harry asks if the whore crux is in the bottom of the lake. Dumbledore says, no, I think it's where that thing is. Uh, and he points over to this sort of green glow that's smack dab in the middle of this lake. Dumbledore is kind of sensing around the edge of the lake with his magical senses again, and suddenly he waves his wand, and a boat, a tiny little rowboat, rises from the water. And Harry's like, how did you do that? And he said, oh, you know, wizards can sense where magic is. Um, Harry's like, I (laughs) can! Yeah, Harry's like, (laughs) that'd be cool if you could teach me that. Um, I have a question.
2: Sure. Are Mary and Pippin throwing rocks into the lake?
0: Yes, and, uh, um... Gandalf says, "Don't do that because there's dead people looking at you." Is Gandalf there at that time? He is, but it's Aragorn that says it. Oh, okay, you're right. Sorry, I couldn't remember. Anyway, wrong book. Uh, (laughs) I mean, no offense. Is this this one? This one? I will say that. Well, I do think that this is very similar to that. This one, I think, turns out. But that's just me. Anyway, so you know, so anyway, so this boat comes. Clearly, they have to take this boat. To that glowing thing to get the Horcrux, avoiding whatever creatures may be, many creatures in the water. But apparently, this boat, Dumbledore, and, and, and there's a lot of stuff in this chapter where Dumbledore supposes things. He's doing a lot of logical leaps. So he either knows a mm. lot more than he's letting on to Harry, in which case it seems weird to me that he had to wait so long for Harry to get that memory from Slughorn about the Horcrux. But he's taking a lot of logical leaps. So, his first logical leap here is that this boat cannot carry two people. It's only meant to carry one person. But he thinks that they're going to be totally fine. He said, no, but he didn't say person. He says wizard, by the way. Sorry. He thinks they're going to be totally fine because Harry's underage and his magic is not as good as Dumbledore's.
1: <laughs> it's pretty fucked <laughs> so up. So he,
0: he says, you know what? I think this two person rule really only applies to, to two really powerful wizards, to good to wizards, good wizards <laughs> not to you, you shitty wizard. Who can't even detect magic? Harry's like, okay, so anyway, so they get he uh, he trusts Dumbledore on this whim. They get in, take a gamble, and they start across the lake. And Harry looks down into the water, and he sees a hand. No, (gasps) yeah, it's like it's like who dumped bodies in there? It's like it's like Camp Crystal Lake up in here, guys. Get get out of the way. Um, Apparently, I don't know that. I don't know that. Yeah, oh. what are you
1: talking about? No one knows like, what that you're is, You're an idiot. God.
0: <laughs> from Friday the 13th, you know, when Michael uh, Moore... Oh, yeah, okay. Like, I've never
1: even heard oh, of and that. And at the
0: end, he reaches <laughs> out I and he's like... I didn't know the name. And they, I didn't know the name of the, and it's scary. the lake. Yes, Sorry. it's Camp, Camp Crystal Lake. Anyway, so Fram. apparently, according to to Dumbledore, the lake is full of dead people. Just full of them. <gasps> and he's like, don't be afraid of them. They're just dead bodies, Harry. They're not just dead bodies, Dumbledore. I'm sorry. Literally, they are reaching out of the water. That is, there is some sort of life and animation happening there. If it was just a corpse, I'd be freaked out, but I would say, okay, we're just floating on corpses. Sucks, but weird. Um, But I could live, I guess. Anyway, so Dumbledore is pretty sure, again, another logical leap, that they won't bother them until they have gotten the Horcrux. So he says, just leave them undisturbed. But
2: then they have to... But then they have to get back over the lake.
0: Yeah, but right now we don't have to worry about the dead bodies in the water, okay? I just don't, even think just, about don't it. just just put it out of your mind.
1: What could go wrong?
0: Uh so anyway, so the boat reaches a small island, and so this island is sort of um a big smooth rock in the middle. It's about the size of Dumbledore's office. And mm. uh there on it there's only one thing, and that is the source of the green light. That's right, it is the American dream, guys. We found it. Um, no, it's a basin filled with green light. What? <laughs> Again, another reference, you know? What
1: are these weird references you're making? Dude,
0: oh my god. If everybody's read The Great Gatsby. I feel like, come on, guys. Oh my a god. green, that... a green, a green glowing. Have, oh,
1: everyone's read The Great Gatsby. I have, <laughs> but it was a
0: long time ago, and I had not
2: read it more the than green, once.
0: the green glowing light that Gatsby's literally always even... looking at, and he's it's across the water. I
1: can't even read, Sarah.
0: <laughs> it's across the water, and Gatsby's always reading reaching for it and it's a symbol of the american dream that you can never have um way to make me feel bad yeah you can never have the american dream and you can't read you pedant okay um i should say i should say i should say a peasant not a peasant okay what what did she call anyway it's a green it's a basin filled with a green glowing liquid dumbledore doesn't know what it is um so he reaches out with his crispy hand first and it's lime juice. I guess. He just is going to go right for it. And Harry says, don't do it. But he tells Harry he should also try to touch it because you can't. Apparently, there's some sort of invisible barrier where you try and touch the green liquid and it won't let you touch it. So then the next thing he tries is he tries to do a couple of spells with his wand. The, uh, the liquid can't be scooped out of the basin. It can't be touched ah. with a hand. It can't be changed into another form. So you can't turn it into powder. You can't turn it into solid. You literally cannot do anything to change the form of the liquid and you cannot touch it with your hands. So, obviously, one, this is definitely where the Horcrux is because why would you just have liquid like this? Unless you wanted to just fuck with someone, I guess you could do that too. Um, but d- another logical leap, Dumbledore says, you know what? The only thing that can be done is we can drink it.
2: Oh.
0: So, he also thinks that it probably won't kill him if he drinks it which seems like a big bet to me. Harry is not sure, which I agree with. But Dumbledore thinks that Voldemort is the kind of person who would want the person... He's the kind of person who would, if someone were to take his horcrux, he would want that person to live long enough so that he could figure out how they got past this impenetrable master uh, green liquid fortress. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then kill them then. So he says, we have at least until after I get this, and then Voldemort tries to kill me until he actually kills me. So I think it'll be okay. That's
2: not comforting, but
0: No, okay. it's not, especially since then Dumbledore says, hey, remember how you told me that you would never, that you had you have to do what I say and you agree to that and no matter what happens, you have to do it. you have to let me do this one thing and no matter how much I beg, you have to let me do this and, I, and he said, yeah. He goes, well, this is the part where now you have to let me drink this and you have to keep making me drink this even if I beg you not to. So that's cool. I just... I want to see
2: um, Harry,
0: I almost said Josh, Harry in the background going, come on, Professor Dumbledore, shut, 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 shut. It is, I was actually going to say, um, I have some comments along those lines, obviously. Anyway, so Harry does offer to drink it because he's polite. And also he figures he's, again, not as old and not as good at magic. So he might as well just do this part of it. And Dumbledore says, no, 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 of course, I'm going to need you later. So Dumbledore That sounds for- ominous again. <laughs> it is ominous. ominous. <laughs> He's trusting a teenage boy in this very, very serious situation. Who it is not detect magic. <laughs> right, it's just not fair to Harry either. Anyway, I guess, well, that's a whole other thing. So anyway, so Dumbledore uses a crystal goblet, uh, and he can actually scoop it right up. I guess for some reason you can't pour it out, but whatever. So um, that was never even an option, apparently. Whatever. So the first few glasses are fine. But then around glass three, it starts to go downhill, which sounds about right. Um, Anyway, so it gets more and more painful to the point where Dumbledore starts to cry uh, about how painful it is. And he starts begging Harry to make it stop, to make it stop. Um, He keeps drinking and drinking and... He gets to a point where he says that he wants to die. He, says, he wants to die. I want to die. Eventually, he get, it gets so bad, that he asks Harry to kill him. And Harry says, just one more. It'll kill you then. Don't worry. Just, just drink this one. It'll kill you. Um, which is pretty terrible and sad. Uh, but finally, it's all gone. Dumbledore collapses. And Harry is afraid that he's dead. Because he was making a logical leap that could have been incorrect, right? He tries to uh, revive him with renovate. Renovate? Renovate. I don't know. Something, <laughs> Something like that. that. I have to listen. Uh, it's not working, though. And he really thinks that Dumbledore is dead. But finally, his uh, Dumbledore's eyelids flutter open and he asks for water. Harry is so stunned, he almost misses that at the bottom of the basin, under the, the crystal chalice, is a golden locket that's like, kind of curled up at the bottom. Um, but Harry then grabs the goblet and he says aguamente and tries to fill it with water and gives it to Dumbledore. But every time Dumbledore brings the goblet to his lips, the water just disappears. And Harry keeps trying it over and over again. And Harry realizes very quickly that Voldemort had planned this all along. That the only water that would be able that would be available for a person to drink after this horrible, horrible potion would be the water in the lake.
2: Mm. Yeah.
0: Uh, And you know what? Botulism is the least of our problems right now because when Harry puts the goblet in, fills it to the brim with icy water, and dumps it into Dumbledore's mouth, he realizes that his hand, his arm, is very cold. And it's not because he stuck it in the icy water. It's because (laughs) there is a pale white hand grabbing onto his arm. Ah, It's in fairy... It's unfair, guys, and they're trying to pull him into the water. No! At that moment, the water is swirling. It's just, it was so placid before, and now it's swirling. This army of dead is in the water. Tons of dead bodies are starting to rise up, and Harry doesn't know what to do, so he tries to petrify them and petrificus totalis and it doesn't really work but it does get their hands momentarily breaks their grip and Harry can start to run but there's all these sunken faces and they're leering at him and he tries sectum sempra because he knows that one and that one's a pretty bad one but guess what guys they have no blood to bleed they don't bleed no blood so he does a sectum sempra and nothing happens they're already dead and they keep Nobody coming,
2: makes me bleed my own blood.
0: Exactly, especially if you're in fury. Uh, they keep coming and they keep coming. It's like Romero, there's all these slow-moving zombies just outstretched arms trying to grip him and pull him under. And Harry is sure that they are going to kill him and he's going to become part of the army of the undead that are going to be protecting a piece of Voldemort's soul forever. And he won't give up. He keeps fighting like the final girl he is. And then all of a sudden there's a burst of flame dumbledore did is back bitches and Wait, did, did harry lose his wand in all this um i don't remember i don't think so
1: guess not I, I,
0: but, but he's fighting he's fighting like a bastard man he's going for yeah, it yeah but why why isn't he using spells instead of he like, tried you know, he was working. he was doing spells they just weren't working nothing was working oh, on okay. them he tried uh sectum sempra he tried uh petrificus totality they, they were they were having an effect, but not a Nothing that stopped them, mm. like the one who okay. broke a grip, gotcha. the one to slash them, but no blood so that it didn't But there are too many, them. probably, also. There's so many, they're all moving toward him, they're grabbing him, so it's really hard to cast a spell when lots of zombies are grabbing you. Um, mm.
1: I have always said it's that. It's just
0: <laughs> impossible. Do you ever have too many zombies? Why well, have I got the solution for you? Okay, one uh, magic. A thrifty nerd um, For all your zombie <laughs> needs. So, anyway, so Dumbledore is back and he's gone. Here's a reference that I hope you guys can get. He's gone all Johnny Cash, and there's a ring of fire, baby, and it is scared what? away those in fury. Anyway, so he's you- fine. I what?
2: know
1: who
0: Johnny Cash is, and what I'm is guessing saying? that's one of his songs.
1: What is she saying? God
0: damn, you guys are so fucking worst. I hate all of you this episode. I hate all of you so much this episode. I'm Inferi- I,
2: I'm being, I'm being- I'm being truthful. Like, I know who he is, and I've never, I don't think, well, I guess I'm that's not. his show, his show, his song. Yes, it is one of his most famous songs.
0: Anyway, so uh, it is a giant ring of fire, though. Sorry, and sorry, I'm not white enough for you, Sarah. It's a
1: burning ring of fire.
0: Anyway, so the Inferi are bewildered by this fire. They're frightened, they're moving away from it, and it's a sort of pushing them back into the water, the driving them back from whence they came. Um, and thank God at this moment, Dumbledore has the wherewithal to scoop up that locket in the basin and throw it into his robes to keep it, because that would have been really, really terrible if they'd gone through all this and forgotten to grab that locket. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they get back into the boat. Um, thank, thankfully, because of the fire, and they keep Dumbledore keeps that that fire ring cast so that it sort of is encircling them to keep the inferior at bay as they're traveling across this water and all of the zombies are still reaching for them Harry once they get to the other side uh, and are safely on the other shore apologizes for forgetting to use fire but don't don't be too hard on yourself Harry you were you were under attack by a lot of a lot of zombies <laughs> He
1: literally told him one thing hey fire
0: <laughs> that's not helpful though. I mean, in a, in a moment of panic, why is that going to be something you remember? Why wouldn't he say, hey, this spell, this is the spell you use. Use this exactly. Like that, if you want somebody to know something, don't be cryptic about it, Dumbledore. It's your damn fault, Dumbledore. Anyway, um, so once they get back to the other side of the cavern, sort of on the cavern wall, Dumbledore collapses. And Harry pulls him up against him and drags him out of the cave. The archway is sealed back up. Uh, but luckily, Harry is his own foot disaster, uh, or hand disaster in this case, and he's caught himself uh, on the rocks when he was trying to fight the Inferi, so he has plenty of spare blood, and so he just pr- puts his hand on it, opens up the arch, opens up, no problem. Once they're through, uh, Harry tells Dumbledore not to worry, and Dumbledore says he's not worried because he's with Harry. Aww.
1: Aww. And
0: Harry apparates both of them the hell out of Dodge. And that is the Ooh. end of the chapter. So, Man. um, yeah, some new things, guys. Where we finally got to see some Inferi IRL. Uh, Ooh, I don't yeah. like it. Okay. Only- do you think their
2: Do you think their skin is like soft and squishy because they've been in the water for so
0: long and they're dead?
1: Very wrinkly. Yeah,
0: Blech. I think it's probably pretty. Like, it probably kind of tears like. It's probably pretty squishy, but then kind of tears like tissue paper. That's my vision of them. Then we found this this poison of liquid. That's like a poison liquid lock. It keeps something in there uh, until you consume it. And I'm not exactly sure what it is. We don't know what it is. Dumbler didn't really know. It seems like something that Voldemort sort of, I don't know if invented his right word, but, you know, made up in his imagination. Then we heard uh, Renovate or whatever it is a reviving charm which actually I think was used in the Goblet of Fire before by Dumbledore on both Crum mm. and on Barty Crouch Jr but uh but we don't don't see that spell much and it's not one that any students have used so it's interesting that Harry thought of that one and used that one um some quite
1: You calling bullshit? No,
0: I just it's oh, I just, I, I'm listing yeah. it as a new thing oh, because man. I thought it was interesting. Because I had to look it's, it up because I, okay. I couldn't remember hearing that spell before and I looked it up and they said, oh, it was in Goblet of Fire. And that's how I knew it was in Goblet it's, of Fire. Not because I actually remembered that.
2: Renervate.
0: That's why I said renervate. Um, actually,
2: Sarah?
1: Um, actually. I'm,
0: I'm going to punch Sarah, you. I don't I think believe it. I did. Renervate. It, but it sounds like renovate when I say it. Anyway, my first question is why would Voldemort's boat only take wizarding skill into account and not actual body count? to me this seems hey, to me this seems like hold one on. hold
2: on do you want to discuss your questions in the segment mm. where we discuss crazy shit from the cave
0: that would be fine with me then i do want to say that this isn't a question if if i have my chance now it's just thank you for giving me this chapter which is the most horror movie-esque chapter After I've had to do so many stupid Quidditch chapters. This was like I was so excited to have the zombies. We all know that the reason I gave up on Game of Thrones is because there were not enough zombies. <laughs>
1: it's like full well, of zombies. Well, at the end it
0: was. At the beginning, it started out really promising, and then the zombies went away for a million seasons. And then they came back in the last two. It was bad, and then they were lame. Anyway. Yeah, they so were So I was very excited wow. to have the horror movie chapter. So thank you guys. Um... I will I do accept re- any Quidditch chapters from here on out, even though there will not be any because we do any not more. have Quidditch in the final book.
2: I was gonna say I want to reiterate that I literally did not give you Quidditch chapters. I think you did, despite you.
0: <laughs> well, just, I think I like, did, fell that but if way. it's but if it's a balance of the universe thing, I'm glad that I got this one in the long run because it would be super cool and actually. Again, this is something that we will not talk about right now. And actually we'll not talk about tonight. We'll talk about when we have our movie versus book wrap up. I think this movie scene could have been done better. Hmm. But maybe I'll feel differently having a, seen it.
1: Put a pin in it.
0: Okay. Well, then why don't we just go and have a whole separate segment where we talk about this chapter. All the crazy shit that yeah, happens in the cave. Of, there's a lot of crazy shit and I have a lot of questions. Okay.
2: First let's of all, go how dare it. you, Bajaya? How dare You're not invited to my birthday. Still. Still.
1: (laughs) You continue to not be invited. You're the fucking worst.
0: Hey, guys. Yes. What? What? There's a zombie behind you. No. No, there isn't. There's not a zombie behind you. I just wanted to try and get your... Excitement level, your adrenaline pumping, so we could talk about this chapter, the cave, which was pretty creepy. Ooh. And I Wait. thought yeah, one of spooky. the cool, more action-packed ones in the book. What's up? I
2: was trying to remember what was the what were they trying to differentiate? Oh, a ghost and an fairy. Never mind. Keep yes,
0: <laughs> yes, and one was like, "Are you a, what is it a depart, Not a departed spirit. What is it?" Um, the sassy it line that Ron de- gives. I oh, know. It's a, he, she, he says,
2: well, Harry is right. If you see it in fairy, you're not going to be like, oh, can I see through you or not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's
0: anyway.
1: got a point.
0: Yeah. Anyway, so my first, I have a lot of questions, but one of my first questions was, why would Voldemort's boat only take wizarding skill into account and not actual body count? Because to me, this seems just, this is just me thinking. It seems more complicated to try and make it about magic rather than and skill level than about actual body count, right?
1: Right, like he would have to like actually do extra stuff to make it
0: like right. that. He'd have, to, he'd have to calibrate that in some way and you'd have to have some weird, literally it's just, is there one person in here? Are there two people in here? I feel like that could be a very, in terms of magic, a pretty easy thing to do. As opposed to saying, oh, this person is really good. Because then also, what if you have two people who are okay? Does that equal one wizard? It just seems so weird to me, right? Um, and Dumbledore even says, basically, in this at the end of this chapter, that this was clearly something needed to be done by two wizards. Um, and again, I do think that Dumbledore is a little bit incorrect in that. Because my next thing I was going to say is, could you not have a powerful wizard like Dumbledore and a squib, a full grown squib who maybe is trained in jujitsu or something, because then you have somebody because he could, Harry didn't actually, he used his magic, but none of it actually had any real effect in, in one helping with the water because he couldn't get the water anyway, and two warding back any of the inferior. It was Dumbledore. So, and also, maybe this liquid would not have killed a squib, so the squib could be the one to drink, and the wizard could be the one to do this. I just feel like it is a huge oversight having it be magically level-based and not person-count-based. I think think that's the whole point of Voldemort,
2: though, because he does not, he values, like, he thinks he's the smartest, he's the most powerful, and he doesn't value uh, what a non-magic person can bring to the table
1: he doesn't value squibs and he doesn't value flamethrowers.
0: <laughs> that's true. And so, Could a mortal do it if they had a flamethrower? Well, they couldn't have sensed, I guess they, they couldn't need. have sensed the boat, really. Because isn't
2: that, uh, well, spoiler alert, but isn't that how, uh, um, what is his name? R.A.B. Well, we Reginald. haven't gotten there yet. I know. I'm just saying that he, he also got out of there because he took the little, little house elf. Mm-hmm. And it's because... Um, Voldemort uh, yeah. right. doesn't value like he is very prejudiced against other true. creatures or people that have power, or magical power, or the people that don't have it, and he just thinks that only people that have a lot of magical power are worthy. And I think that is part mm-hmm. of his uh, down, not downfall, but like his faults.
0: <laughs> One of his yeah, it's faults. it's it's his hubris. It's his it's his yeah. uh, tragic uh to his tragic fault uh but yeah i guess i guess that's true i guess that's true i just think that i don't know i would want to be extra i guess maybe because i'm thinking i i mean i personally would want to be extra careful and just say only one person it's weird that he had to make it about wizarding level because if he discounted anybody who didn't have a high wizarding level that i mean that means he at least took them into account I guess. But I guess he took them he's like, Yeah, they'll be there but they won't do anything. That's that's so crazy to me. But Do you you think
2: do you think if even if it was just one wizard Per boat ride, do you think Dumbledore could have gone across and then like magically sent the boat across to get Harry over there?
0: I don't know.
2: But then they would have to do it again when the Inferi are already like stirred up. Yeah,
0: that'd be pretty tricky. It's like that riddle. Do you remember that riddle with the with the like the, the rat, the rabbit, and the fox, yes. or whatever?
1: Yeah, mm. yeah.
0: That one um, you get. That reference you get. Okay. Okay.
1: Oh. <laughs> no, I don't get it. Just
0: kidding. Okay. <laughs> Um, um I think
2: the part of uh part of his hubris you asked this question earlier a little bit um in the recap part of his hubris also made him make his horcruxes uh available to be found instead of like hiding it so well or like somewhere at the bottom of the lake and between uh, under all the in
0: Yeah that's like, he, that was my next question actually
2: yeah, he made it so that it's a puzzle because he seriously thought that he is so smart and so powerful that even if someone could find them, they wouldn't either be able to reach it or be able to destroy it.
0: Yeah, I guess that's true. I just, I, one of the things I was going to say is that, because Harry says, is it in the lake? And uh, my question was going to be, why would you place your horcrux in so obvious a place? Wouldn't it be better to just throw it in the lake? Because surely Voldemort could figure out a way... That he or one of his, I mean, not that he would do this, but if he wanted to have a very, very trusted follower find um, his uh, his Horcrux, he could surely figure out a way that only they could summon it he or his chosen could summon it, right? It all feels very like a Bond villain, you know? Kind of mm-hmm. you tell the person your whole plan before it happens, and there's all sorts of easy ways to get out of it when you could just hit the button to blow up the moon right away or something, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I agree.
2: It is. It's It's like, yeah, the that same way or when instead of killing someone, you spend 10 minutes talking to them and then they devise a plan to kill you instead.
0: Yeah, I will say I, exactly, exactly. That's what that's what it feels like to me. I did think that. Well, one is that this is going to fuck Harry up permanently. I mean, it's weird that it uh, it's not one of the lingering things that ends up being really sort of ingrained in him the rest of the book. But having somebody ask you to kill them, yeah. that's crazy. Why is therapy not more? widely accepted in the wizarding community is is a huge that's a crazy thing to me um yeah but i did think it was really in, to or, go- or also getting attacked attacked by dead people well that actually I was gonna say to go hand in hand with that i actually thought it was a really cool the two things that i thought were really interesting and really neat plot devices and again were sort of along the lines of what would be sort of good horror movie twists and elements I think, are one that the only water you could use is from the lake. Therefore, you have to trigger. I'm assuming that yeah. he needed the water to survive, right? Yeah. Um, or in the very mm. least, become well enough to move, right? So you need the water. For, and and I, also assuming that if you were there by yourself doing this, you would be desperate enough to drink the water from the lake. Because when, cause like when yeah. you are thirsty, you will try and drink anything, right? Because it's a matter of body survival. So I think that that is really a super... I mean, it's horrible and horrifying, but it's a super interesting element that you have to drink the water from the lake, therefore triggering the Inferi. And then the realization that Harry has that if he dies there, he becomes an Inferi, and he protects part of Voldemort's soul. And that is so cool, but also so fucked up. And I think those are really just really well done things um, that J.K. did. I have a question. Do you
2: think Voldemort put a spell on the Inferi that even though there are so many dead things in the water that they don't decompose? Mm. Or is it more horrifying to think that Dumbledore, like whoever tried to get the the locket, would have to
0: drink um, dead body soup? Mm. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that they, they dissolve over time. is what I thought you were going to ask. Well, yeah, that's. I what think I'm, it's pretty gross. I think it's pretty do gross. Think- that, I think it's pretty gross that they're drinking dead body soup. I think even if they don't decompose, the idea that there are dead bodies in there is pretty nasty. Um, well, I'm, that's was, what I'm asking. No, do you there think was no they comment? A, do you were, think well,
2: he put a spell on the dead bodies so they don't like become dead body soup?
0: Well, I guess the what I actually think of when I think of Inferi, and I don't know if this is true because I have no idea. I don't know a ton about Inferi, and there's not a lot about them um, in terms of them versus... Not that there's... I mean, there's like your traditional, again, Romero-esque zombies, which are rotting corpses that have risen from the dead, yada. But this is magic, right, that makes them rise, not some sort of virus or supernatural yeah, it's, thing, right? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's actual magic. Dark magic, yeah. Yeah, so... Can, if you create an in theory, if it exists, can it decompose or does it just exist as it is forever and ever? I assume that they're making these from bodies that are already dead, so therefore have already been decomposing, right? So yeah. So my guess is... Maybe they just stay in they're in. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, because of the magic. Ugh, so it's less that he... That's so gross. Le, it's less that he did a special spell to make them stay that way and more that making someone an inferior keeps them preserved in that way? I don't know. What do you think, Michael?
1: I don't know. I'm sort of fixated on the fact that is this salt water?
0: That's a good point, but maybe they were in I think that they were at an ocean, but it seemed to be a right? separate lake. So it could potentially be from like a ground source or a ground swell. So there are actually like when I was in when I was in Hawaii there were Spots.
1: Oh, when I was in
0: Hawaii. <laughs> when I was Hawaii. No, but there were spots along the ocean where you could swim in essentially these pools of fresh water that were in the rocks alongside the ocean. Oh, weird. Yeah, it's really weird. The earth A lake by is the crazy. Aw. Thank yeah. you. Because I guess
1: they swim and then they walk and then they... Yeah.
0: yeah. So they, they have to go so through. I it- and I mean, again, it could also... It could also be he's drinking salt water, which would not be good for you, but I guess if you're thirsty enough, I mean, people who have been abandoned, abandoned, who have been stranded at sea or on islands have drink have had uh, salt water to drink and it's killed them, but they do it because mm-hmm. they're so thirsty, you know? Mm. Again, survival instinct doesn't always work Fun in your favor. Enough. Yeah, it's super great. Um, but I do think, but I do think that if I was watching that as a horror movie and I saw somebody dip a chalice into a, a river full of dead people and start to drink it. First of all, a lake and it doesn't seem like it's moving water. It seems like it's still water, so all mm-hmm. sorts of bacteria and diseases right there.
1: At least it's icy cold. It
0: is icy cold, so maybe not much is growing on it, cause if it was warm, you'd have a lot more growth on it. But then it's also it's also, you know, like
1: There'd be like a slurry. It's like, I was
0: gonna say, it's like inferior booyah base Ugh! <laughs> <laughs> Well, Mm -hmm. when you get that
2: water from the cup, put some salt and pepper and some, like, paprika Mm -hmm. in there. There Just boil
0: that. Just have a little, just throw a matzo ball in there. You're going to have a great party, camping party. Yeah. But, yeah, I think that, I mean, there was a lot of stuff that happened in that. Um, I guess, really, my biggest thing is, why did Dumbledore decide he should bring Harry and not... Say, an adult. Because he That's promised them. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't. If if I asked my parents when I was younger to go, I don't know. I'm trying to think of, do something incredibly stupid and dangerous, and, and they're
2: like, yeah, yeah, definitely. We promise that you can.
0: Right there's there's breaking promises is not good, but breaking promises it's like a white lie. Breaking promises for the sake of preserving someone's life, I feel. Is an okay thing to do.
2: Well, let's be honest. Dumbledore doesn't make good decisions.
1: <laughs> um, I mean, I think you'd have. I I think it has to be like he was pr- trying to prepare Harry for for the
0: what's to come by trying right, to like, like by, getting
1: more Horcruxes by
2: taking him on a mission to kill him. Because he mean. knows that he knows that by now he knows that like Voldemort has to be like the one to kill the other. Blah blah blah. And so him taking him on a dangerous mission seems like the wrong way to do this.
1: No, it makes sense, it makes actually, sense. because of the prophecy. Um, Which seems very self-fulfilling knows, at this point. Dumbledore knows that, like, uh, Harry has, what is it? Uh, plot, plot armor. No. Oh, I, okay. get it. So,
0: I see what you're saying. Yes, <laughs> I is, see what you're saying. It is. It's literary padding. Oh. I was gonna try and I was trying to think of a way to die. to make a a pun with chainmail, but it wasn't working. But someday, guys, someday. Um, try to think. Oh, um, how did did we ever figure out why Dumbledore knew this is a place to look?
2: It was because of because uh, he hides stuff in places and like that he used to frequent.
0: I guess. It when just is, it just seems like a very, a very very well, specific I, place for I him to have found it. I think it's
2: because he used to like going there, whether it's because it was on kid vacation or that he was torturing these poor kids. But it was like a, something special because he doesn't have very many special memories, That's whether true. they're like good memories or bad memories. So this is one of the special memories that... And I think... He it probably made him feel special that he could take kids there without like rope and stuff. Like I, it made him I feel
1: have special. A, I, I is the are we is the question like how Dumbledore knew this was the cave yeah, or how he
0: knew not even just okay. it was a cave, how yeah, it was I
1: have a theory. Uh, about, oh my god. So he was looking I mean he said that he was looking for the <laughs> you, cave.
0: You thought he was gonna say it's magic. I was gonna say it's magic. I was like, <laughs> oh my god <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, oh, he says he's. I'm gonna say something just as dumb. Um,
0: <laughs> so don't forget me. Uh,
1: <laughs> he uh, you know, he says he's been looking for the cave for a long time. There's my theory. My theory is he found the cave, he went there because, <laughs> if he sees so like, I found the cave, right? Yeah, so like he must have seen, he had to have been but there, he saw the to green the cave. glow and. Right, so like he did the whole thing by himself and he got to the boat. He's like, fuck I need a really shitty wizard to bring with me. I'm gonna go back and get <laughs> Harry.
0: I don't hate that, <laughs> that <theory>. dude <laughs> it does kind of make sense to me. That's because again, he was coming up with some stuff. He's like, You know what? I right. think this the, the first whole time, time everything
1: took way longer. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, I can't find the door, <laughs> well, I don't know how to open
0: spells. it. Oh my god. <laughs> that's there is this
1: boat. I can't find the boat.
0: I think I think, it, I think know that's what? A, that's canon. I think he cracked it. Yeah. I think it did. Wow. Well, is there anything else? Y'all want to talk about the cave? Um, no, but I actually just you- I actually just thought about I was like if somebody was looking for my horcruxes, they're like, "Where did she go a lot?" And they're like, "The target on 14th Street." <laughs> 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 oh um, no. what do you my think? My soul is in the $3 bin. <laughs> three dollars you're
2: expensive um
0: i sometimes get the two and one dollar deals it's fine what
2: do you think the the potion tasted like
0: um broccoli do you hate broccoli i hate broccoli if it's roast i'll eat it but i don't like if if it was just like steamed broccoli pureed up um
1: i think it tasted like voldemort's pee
0: pee pee that would be at least sterile and hydrating though
1: I think it's only sterile until it comes out of your body. That's what I
2: heard.
0: Oh. But it's, like, more sterile than other things. Maybe. I. So whenever Maybe. I
2: used to have um, sore throats in or cold or flu- You drank
1: pee? Yes. Oh, my God, did
0: you drink water with baking soda? No, ew. That's what, oh, oh no, that's what you, if you have, okay, never mind.
2: No, so my l- mom used to make me drink, make us drink this um, hot water boiled with, um, we call it emu seeds. I don't know what they're called in English. And also tulsi leaves sometimes. And I fucking hated both of those. They taste like garbage. And I think that's what it probably tastes
0: like. If you've ever had yeah. boiling water or hot water with baking soda in it, that also is very gross.
1: I thought you just said salt and water. That's for a sore throat. A sore this, throat. Is,
0: this is for lady problems, and it helps you. Oh, so I said all the ladies sore throat. out there. But it also I helps your so. it also helps sore throat. It like just basically yeah. numbs and pH balances your whole body. It's gross. It's real gross. Don't do it. Weird. I will not. Or maybe All it right. tastes like I th- vomit. I think we solved it.
1: Good job, everybody. Wow.
0: Thanks, guys. Um, hopefully you guys don't have to get through too much therapy to get over this chapter. Cause it was a lot of Dumbledore begging to be killed. All right. See you Just wait, Dumbledore.
2: Another round of thank yous for people that backed us on Kickstarter. Starting with Woo! Patrick Dunn or Dune. I think, I think it's Dunn. Dunn. I like well, Dunn. Yeah,
0: I think it's. I would say Dunn. Beep, 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 beep. But spell like spell like ye old English shop sort of. <laughs> but Dunn.
1: <laughs> Patrick Dunny.
0: Ashley Dunny
2: also maybe. Ashley Longman. Thanks, Long. Ashley.
1: Long. Oh,
2: sorry. Longman. He's great. Um, Ann Burger, I would love to eat your name, because I'm very hungry I'm right not going
0: to touch that comment, but <laughs> Ann Burger,
2: You're great. You. Thank you. Carolyn Haker. Hacker? Haker.
0: Is it? Yeah, it is Carolyn, yeah. right? Because there's not Car- an E, Otherwise, yeah. it'd be Caroline. I mean, yeah, I, know,
2: I know that much how to read that much, Sarah.
0: Gosh. Well, I was just questioning my own pronunciation in my head. Michael. I'm sorry.
2: You guys yeah. should watch
1: the Sakura Gummy Japanese commercial for Long Long Man um cuz that's immediately what jumped in to my head when you read Ashley Long oh. Man.
0: Long. See long, the one who falls man. in love with the other person?
1: Yeah, it's so good. Look it up. Look it up on YouTube. It's funny. You have to watch all good. of them cuz there's a whole arc. Oh, I don't think a watched, whole arc.
0: Oh, it's a story that I could miss. Okay.
2: Anyway, Moving on to the thank yous, not thanking the two Yahoos in this podcast is Craig. Um, Craig, Craig, Craig,
0: I love your list.
2: <laughs> Craig, just just Craig. Um, thank you, Craig. Uh, and Brian Fellenbaum, who makes wands, and he sent us some, and they're Aww. fabulous. So thank good. you, Brian. They're
0: beautiful, and it sits on my shelf, and people it's, love it. It's on mine, yeah. And then Alex. Alex, thank you, Alex. Thank Alex. you, Alex. Thank you,
2: um, Robbie Hayes. Robbie, Hayes thank you, Robbie. Robbie, he's cool. Uh, I and like the Robert. next one is Matthew Maris.
1: That sounds um, like the name of a person whose wedding I would like to be in and/or go to Japan with.
2: I would he not want like, to go to either
0: one. He I, sounds like somebody who'd be married to a really cool lady. That, that does it sounds sound like, like someone yeah. whose wedding
2: Sarah and I would show up to late. <laughs> uh,
0: you mean right on time as it started in a bad way because we got stuck in traffic. And
2: our Uber driver was terrible.
0: And anyway, then, then I would go back to Sarah's apartment early and then Sarah would get locked out and cry on her steel. and cry on a doorstep
1: <laughs> you get you're pulling a lot just from a name
0: <laughs> Matthew Morris <laughs> we love Matthew Morris is a, is a and very Molly name. and Molly Green. and Molly Green, we love you yeah
2: um, and then rounding this thank you out is Jennifer LaBrie yay Jennifer thank you Jennifer Jennifer thank you For joining us for You're a Wizard, Harry. Our editor is Mitch Cahill. Our artwork was done by Jesse Carlton, and our music was done by Sean Fagan. I know you want to help us out, so why don't you head on over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review? And also, send us an email so we can talk to you. You can do that by emailing us at potterpod at geeklyinc.com. Hey, I know you all want to keep talking to us, so find us on Twitter at PotterPod. I'm Michael, and you can find me at Thrifty Nerd. I'm Sarah, and you can find me at HerLadyTompkins. And I'm Bajaya, and you can find me at I Think